Hello, 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 and welcome. This is the AC Method, and I'm your host, Aaron Clippinger. I have been trying to find a platform to get my message out there for years. Yes, podcasts have been around for years. Yes, I didn't think of it. I know, but here I am now. And I'm here for one simple reason. I want to educate you guys on why the thought process was behind Square Coil, what my methodology is, and what I'm trying to convey and help the custom manufacturing world. Who am I? Well, I'll give you a little background here. I went and got a college degree, business degree, emphasis in accounting in my early 20s, what you do, just right out of high school, you go and get your college degree. And I started to work for the big five for all of three months. I think I lasted three tiny little months at the big five firm doing tax accounting before I ran screaming. I love to talk to people. I love to be in, in you know, meet people, uh, find creativity, find solutions. I had a passion for solving problems. And I am an entrepreneur by trade. I just love to build something and make it beautiful and grow. So going to the big five firm, I knew I had to get out of that immediately. But I kind of got suckered into it. And it was a sucker move that I didn't, I'm not, I would say I'm very proud that I got suckered. If that makes any sense whatsoever. My first year at Cal State San Marcos, the first day, the orientation, we had a teacher come in and he looks right and goes, you guys are all business majors. And we all nod our head, yes. And he goes, you're all accountants. And he gets and he leaves the room. And we're just sitting there staring at him like, okay, that guy's crazy. And we start talking. He comes right back in the room. He goes, hey, anybody want to know why you're all accountants? It, and I raised my hand. I was literally the first one. I raised my hand. I go, why, why am I an accountant? And he goes, because you're trying to learn the school of business. You're trying to learn business. And business has its own language. And the only business language that you know of is accounting. It's numbers. And if you don't know how to read that language and, and, and understand it, you cannot do business correctly. That's like going to a foreign country and thinking you're going to survive. It's not going to happen. The same with business. If you don't have an accounting degree, you can't understand the language of business. Sold inside of 30 seconds. Absolutely sold me. I said, okay, I'm going to be an accountant. So I go through college. I go to the big five firm there for three months. Hate it with a passion. I run screaming. But I will never apologize for that accounting degree that I got because I still use that degree every single day. And it is the language of business. And that gentleman was not wrong. And I use that all the time. So I get out of the big five firm. I quit. I literally just stood up on my chair and said, I can't do this anymore. I had zero passion, zero drive. I had nothing. I was like, oh, get me out of this. And so I went back to work for the family sign company who my father owned here in San Diego, California. And I said, hey, what do you need me to do? I'll, I'll do anything. I'll work in the shop. But I goes, nah, you got a knack for sales. Go do sales. We'll, we'll figure a place for you later on. And so I started to do sales and I took off. I couldn't believe it. First year, didn't have hardly any accounts. I was running around behind all the sales guys picking up the scraps. And so I sold a quarter million dollars in the first year. Year two, I sold a half a million dollars. Year three, three quarters of a million dollars. And my fourth year selling, I sold a million dollars worth of sales. That was the kind of the, the kicker of your good salesman in this industry. If you can sell a million dollars continuously every single year, which I did. Year four, 26 years old, making six figures, or I'm making six figures because I'm selling a million. I'm top of my game. I'm walking around with a rooster and peacock tail, just strutting my stuff. I'm loving it. All my friends at my age, they're not making the nearly the money I am. I am pumped. I'm going to work at 830. I'm surfing in the morning, uh, riding the motocross tracks in the afternoon. I had a great life. So one of those days, I'm walking by my dad's office. And I look at him. I said, see you later. And he just didn't even look up. He's reading some form. I didn't think he heard me. So I walked by. You know, he's my dad. You know, a lot of respect there. So I walk in his office. Hey, see you later. And I knock on his door. And he just looks up. He goes, yeah. Yeah, all right, bye. 
I'm like, what's going on? He goes, I, I, I can't, I can't get to the stuff. I'm, I'm drowning here. I just need help. And I said, you know what? I got you. Take my jacket off, put it over one of his uh, uh, visitor chairs there in his office. And I said, give me what you need. I'm, I'm your secretary for the day. Let's do this. And I thought it was going to be a one day gig. Dig him out of his hole. Temporary solution. No big deal. The organizational chart that my dad's company had pretty much had everybody at one level and then him right above. And that was it. That was the entire organizational chart. A horrible organizational chart by any stretch of the imagination. Then, now, 50 years ago, it didn't matter. It was horrible. So everything had to funnel through him. I'm going to pause the story for half a second. He wasn't the only one I found out. Throughout all my dealings with hundreds of sign companies and furniture companies across the United States and other parts of the world, most organizational charts are one boss and all workers and no organizational chart or no workflow. So everything has to flow through that person. It was the hourglass and a horrible hourglass. We can only speed up as fast as my dad could move. I ended up being his assistant every single day for a year and a half. I worked from eight to noon and then from noon to four or five, I was his assistant. That was my job description. There wasn't a real job description. It's just what it needed to happen. I got an invaluable education, by the way, way past my college education by doing that. I understood the inner workings of this company. I understood how purchase orders worked, how it flew to accounting. I knew the accounting background, why there's profit and losses were there. When the products were coming in, why they were getting uh, the materials were getting ordered, what was happening there, why we were doing estimates a certain way, what the markup levels were, all of this major education that you don't get at a college. You have to get it on the fly, on the job training. And I was getting that being his assistant and seeing it from the owner's perspective. That was one of the main reasons why Squarecoil is here today. Not only did I have the kit education and all the tools to present to you guys a beautiful software package and a beautiful system, but I also knew that the way we were doing it was horrible. It sucked. We knew that we had to do something a lot better and we had to be a lot more efficient. We were wasting all of our time. And so I started to build a software system that automated all the stupid stuff. If it could be automated, there's no reason to have pen and paper. And let's keep automation. Let's keep automation and keep building and building and building. And so I started building the software system in 2009 just for the sign company in San Diego. Then after a while, I realized that software is expensive. I don't know if you guys know that or not, but building software is freaking expensive. I ran out of money. I'm not going to lie. I ran out of money. So I started calling some of the sister companies around our area and saying, hey, do you use software? Do you need software? Let me sell this to you so I could keep money flowing in so I could keep building the software and keep getting it robust. I honestly thought software, and I'll be very honest with you guys, I really thought software was a fad just like MySpace. It was going to come up, it was going to be there for a little bit, and it was going to disappear. So I always knew it was a hobby off to the side. I never thought it was going to get to the big behemoth, the monster that it is today. And so – we just kept growing the software and growing the software. And through all that, I started automating more of the sign company, started changing duties, started changing the organizational chart, starting to create a better workflow through all this. And I will tell you, we had a lot of ups and downs. We had a lot of ups and downs in our company. We had embezzlement. We had employees ask for ridiculous raises. And then when they didn't get the raise, they wiped their entire computer and went home. And we lost years and years of programming. We've had people not show up. Uh, God knows we've had theft. I mean, that's pretty much a given across the board. Um, P 
people taking the trucks home for the weekend for joy rides and whatnot and bringing them back and us not knowing it. We've stepped in pretty much every pothole you could think of on the road to success. So when I talk to you guys and when we do these educational seminars that I go to and I present to, or are you guys even listening to me on my podcast, I'm going to tell you, I've been there. I have absolutely 100% been in your shoes and been through that hell. And I can empathize with you. And I can also tell you what we did. And I'm going to tell you what we did wrong. And that's why I'm here. And that's what this podcast is going to be about. For all the episodes that we're going to be presenting to you guys, we're going to be talking about the pitfalls that we had, how we overcame them, what to look for the next time. I'm going to talk about some real foundational stuff that you guys should have. We're going to talk about your vision, uh, your passion for stuff. How are you driving your team and pushing forward? How are you utilizing the tools that you guys have? Those are the things that I want to uh, bring to this podcast. I want to try and leave the day-to-day grind behind for a little bit and get your creative juices flowing on how to make your company better, how to make it more efficient. You have all the time in the entire world. I can't give you any more time. You have it all. But how you use that time is very important. And we want to make sure that you are just using it to the fullest. And that's the whole reason for this podcast. That's why we're doing it here. Uh, each one of the podcasts, and we're talking about usually, you know, trending topics, uh, the latest hurdles, talking about some of the pushes that we've done too. I think every once in a while, I'll give you a, guys what we're just going to call a push podcast. And I'm actually going to sit down and go over every single feature that we pushed out to you guys. So you guys can learn why we did it and what it's going to help and what it's going to solve. On average, we usually do about 10 to 20 new toys every, uh, every month inside the software. So I do want to touch on that for a little bit, but this AC method is going to be way above and beyond just square coil. This is going to be more of the methodology. I am very much looking to have some guest speakers on here that have a really good passion for their field and they can bring to us the insights and the little uh, nuggets of information are going to make our lives a little bit easier, a little bit better. Uh, We're going to be launching this podcast every Thursday. So every Thursday morning, we're going to go ahead and have a new episode uh, once a week. So it'll just be a weekly podcast. We're not trying to inundate you with daily here. We only have that much information for you, but we just enough to make them really, really good. Um, Get on YouTube, subscribe. It's the AC method. Uh, We'll be pushing a lot of that there. But this is our first one, and we just want to say hello, and we're welcome welcome to the party. Take care. (laughs) 